So I was trying to remember that first trailer when this came out mm-hmm. and what that Kanye song is. I think it's called Black Skinhead. Yeah. Right? That's it. Okay, that is it. And mixed with Depeche Mode. Uh, um, Personal Jesus. Oh, right, right, right. right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. So it mixes these two, but it doesn't change them. That's using their actual original Yeah, songs, it just you know? layers them. It might layer them. Yeah, and it might cut between different parts of the song, but it's not changing it. Okay. Um, anyway. So it would have been better if they used Jesus Walks and it's personal Jesus Walks. <laughs> oh. You know. Oh. Hi. This yeah. is Down to Watch. Went to theaters again, and we saw Atomic mm-hmm. Blonde this time. My name's Raul Dan's here uh, oh. with me. Mike's over there behind some computers. Uh, Dan, what did you think of Atomic Blonde? Um, well, I'll take you first through my progression. Okay. Because I wasn't really, I don't know. Like the reviews were, that came out all looked good. Yeah. The trailer made, I don't know how you cannot be excited by that trailer. Right. It's like one of the best trailers I've seen in uh-huh. forever. I've heard that. So I was trying to keep my expectations slightly more, um, in check. And... <clears throat> The movie, like I can say it took me through a different, a few different things, but ultimately, yes, I ended up liking it. All right. We'll go through those different. What about you, Mike? Uh, what was the question I wasn't listening? The what did you like the movie? <laughs> the same uh, question. Yeah. We usually start the podcast <laughs> with the same question. Yeah, I usually pay attention longer than that. Too. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, but usually we don't even involve Mike this early, too. He might just really, jump yeah, in. See, that's a good point. Yeah. That's your fault, Raul. He normally doesn't. Mike. Pay attention to the episodes. We're about thirty minutes in, anyway. Well, then he's going to be like, "So, why don't you guys tell us, everybody, what you think?" Like, oh, we already talked about that twenty minutes ago. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I liked it. Okay. Yeah, me too. I I liked it a lot actually. Uh, I had a really good time with it. I mm. know people were making um uh comparisons to John Wick uh before Same director, and yeah, it turns out one of the two oh, right? uh, oh, stuntmen come directors from uh, John Wick it was t- took took this over or. or Helm this, uh-huh. and I believe his next picture is Deadpool 2. But this was based on a comic. Yes, The Coldest right. City. By, by graphic me. novel? Or? Yes, graphic yeah, novel. Yeah, yeah. The Coldest City by Author Unknown, by me. Really? Other people know who the author is. I don't remember. Oh, okay. But you don't know it, so you don't yeah. know the... This isn't like can, a table I, that... I don't think I knew, too, that it was uh, based on any kind of graphic novel. Yeah, or I didn't know that. Until the opening credits, right? When right? it says yeah. based on a graphic yeah. novel. Yeah, yeah. And I, then, didn't, I didn't know that either. Yeah, and then based on the lighting... Uh, and the shot selection, it was pretty. I started attuning my viewing to that Maybe idea, like storyboarding it. Yeah, of. a little bit. Yeah. Well, and just the neonness. Okay. Yeah. Which is already can be an 80s ish thing anyway. I but, wanted to say something yeah. about that. Now, 80s, the 80s aesthetic is definitely something that's like chic right now. Yeah. And has been. Right. I am. I was never really a big fan of '80s music. Uh-huh. Because you were born. If you were, uh, if and you're, isn't it like a known fact that that's the shitty music era? No, well, no. Here, I, I close, think that's. In, uh, I think that's a, a thing that fashion. you always think when the re- when that was what was recently in style and no, and no longer is. I think uh, people think like the '60s or the '70s had great music because uh-huh. we forgot all the crappy music. All that right. sta- all that remains was the good music, but. We, we can well, still remember the crappy music from the 80s. That's why we think the 80s was full of crappy music. Yeah, and I think it was the jump, too. Like, 70s to the 80s was, like, a massive mm-hmm. jump. It got messy there, too. Yeah. yeah, like, 60s to 70s, probably a little bit. Like, every decade was, was a little bit. Yeah, it was a little bit more intense. But I think the 70s to the 80s was a huge jump, you yeah, know, in terms of very just jarring very, too. very overly electronic-y stuff. Suddenly, disco is out. And, right. Uh, well, some of the elements maybe are still kept. A little bit, right? A part of it in terms yeah. of like the electronic-y 
maybe loopiness of of certain things, you know. But overall, yeah, just the just so yeah. I, so I, I I I normally don't like eighties music that much. Uh huh. But even now, it to, well, you, that's what I was okay, gonna say. See, okay. uh, now that we've had this resurgence in eighties culture. I'm starting to realize how much I actually like 80s music. Well, it's really cool. Like, like in the really, what, last five years? Would you yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Maybe starting with like Drive, right. where the synth, where I got really used to the synth stuff uh-huh. that I was hearing from there. And that soundtrack is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I, I would probably not have listened to it as much if I didn't work with you. We, we right. used to work together. I was going to say. Okay. And you played that you a lot at work. Together? Yeah, yeah, we used to work together. Wow. He know, the audience, he knew that. Even you probably knew that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you used to play that at work a lot, and and then which I went, one? The drive sound. The drive sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. when I was kind of like, oh yeah, this is really good. I forgot. Mm-hmm. That kind of got me used to the synth, which was the the right. part of the eighties music that I didn't like before. So that was your gateway into. And now, yeah, and now I'm, I'm pretty into it. It's pretty rad. The eightiesness yeah. of this movie is pretty rad. Yeah. No, I've realized actually just through the job and playing a lot of eighties music. That that's or just going through different decades. Eighties mm-hmm. is the one that I can leave on and listen to nonstop. Yeah, for the longest period of time in terms of like uh, decades of uh, the synthesizer is a great background instrument. I do yeah. like to have yeah. in the background. This very and you could just do very slight, subtle, and... cool things with it, mm-hmm. but still using the same instrument. That's why synthesizers. The idea is right. You're just taking a noise wave. Yeah, and just slightly varying it. You know, right. So yeah, there's so much you can <laughs> you can do with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, not all the eighties, I guess, is strictly electronica no 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 definitely not. but yeah that's kind of the through but line of this movie anyway and even yeah, that, yeah especially even because we're spending a lot of time in clubs and stuff where that was the music of the of the of the clubs at that time right especially like overseas because this is german germany mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah yeah 1980s and this is almost actually 90s too so you have that whole decade to go on. Well, when did the Berlin Wall come down? When does eighty nine? Okay, yeah. This is like two weeks before the Berlin Wall comes down, or something like that. That's the uh, the premise. Yeah, or the setting for it. This um, is yeah. But did you know when you saw the trailer, this was even in the eighties? Yes, I did. I was aware. Oh, okay, yeah. I did not even know that going in until the opening when it said. Uh, really, I think it looked yeah, for the eighties. I think yeah, the trailer I, looked I, very 80s. I thought it was the eighties. No, I just thought it was like it could be overseas or they're just like touring around. So, and what is the what is the music stuff. in the trailer? Is it isn't it Blue Monday or we just said yeah, I think so. we just said no, no, Personal Jesus. Oh, Kanye. is that that? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, still, so that's why were, Raul yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you listen to the last episode, I forgot a bunch of stuff. There might be a trailer too with Blue Monday. I don't know. I don't think so, but who knows? Because it was all variants on that same trailer. It seemed like you know? right. That and there's main, usually. Uh, let yeah. two or three different music pieces used for two or three different uh, trailers, right? Before a movie comes out, right? But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was very very eighties cool, and so, it, not only yeah. that, but the eighties, uh, the Cold War, I re- it's uh-huh. is a pretty cool uh, spy craft uh, setting for yeah. uh, for a movie like this mm-hmm. because uh, the information age is kind of destroyed, like the ability to be that kind of spy. Right. You know, like that's true. Yeah. Internet. Just yeah. She didn't like, like how long has she been? Well, we'll get into the spoilers in a little bit, but uh, you were going to say something before I, before I said the thing about the cold. Uh, well, I was just going to go into a nitpicky thing I had. Okay. And I was, it was a nitpicky, but it was like mixed with, I really, really thought it was going to build towards something. So I thought the so this is one thing that I feel like it can be kind of a cliche, easy thing is for a filmmaker or somebody make even like a TV show just to like overdo it with the setting for a mm-hmm. music for a period piece. Okay. So like if you just use straight up like 
too many references. It's like, okay, dude, we get it. You're in the yeah. 80s. We don't need that many references. Yeah. This movie, for the most part, I don't think it does a ton of like no. specific 80s. It's more reference based on the music. You know where I saw the most yeah. the actual like um, 80s references mm-hmm. that were not punching me in the face, but more subtle was mm-hmm. the way everyone was dressed. Like right, not, aside right. from her and her, which I kept saying, uh, what did She's I have? Right She's like a, a, a hyper stylish like giant platinum blonde the smoke show walking around the the, the country yeah. and she's supposed to be a goddamn spy like right, right. like that's unbelievable but whatever yeah. she looks amazing though so yeah. it doesn't matter uh, i think the, she's almost trying to pull off like she's a socialite type yeah thing you know like if you didn't yeah, know yeah. she was a spy it's like okay she's just a model right. which at the same time you don't you're gonna stand out. she's just walking around like ghetto spots though like right just, right yeah but but, but aside from that like the hey, way you gotta everyone drugs somewhere it's true. Yeah, no, uh, but usually somebody of that status would have someone bring them their drugs. Yeah, no. So the clothing thing for sure. But yeah, but everybody's music, clothes, like so, even the regular people, like extras and stuff. Right, right. And I think that's fine. I think that's a good way to, to it say was subtle. 80s. It was, that's it was more subtle. Realistic yeah. clothing. But the music kind of was hitting so hard. It actually reminded me in not a good way. Uh, don't say Suicide Squad. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Little bit. No, no, no. I disagree. 100% How disagree. Because, no, no. But just in terms of the wall-to-wallness of the music. Not the way that Suicide used it for those sequences. Like, specifically, this guy gets this song. Yeah, they didn't stick yeah. to, like, a time. There was no rhyme or reason for the songs that came out in Suicide Squad. And whereas right. this was yeah, clearly sure. drawing no, from the, the same, club culture but, of the 80s. Yeah, okay, but Suicide Squad also felt like a music video, not a movie. Also that, yeah. This no, feels like this a movie actually, where the, the soundtrack like jumps in to help tell the story. I don't know. I a agree. lot of the time, no, though, I the agree. soundtrack, I don't know if it was just the theater I was in, was so loud. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't mind it because it's such good music. But at the same time, I'm thinking, as the movie's progressing, like, this is a lot of music. It's super heavy on music to like kind of be the backdrop. Mm-hmm. And it came up with another movie I figured we were talking about where it can feel like a cop out to where you to edit to something with mm-hmm. music. You can get away with a little bit more because right. you just have this like kind of cool backdrop or whatever. You Wait, don't have to really I, think about too much. Yeah. This movie, I think at the same time, it doesn't, it's not using the music for that purpose. Just as like a cop out thing. Like we don't have a good movie right. and we need to cover it with music. So I'm thinking this the whole time in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know what would be badass? I'm dead serious. I thought this before mm-hmm. this the end scene, right? It would be badass. We build up all this music. It gets us like super excited and whatever. And then we pull the music away oh, okay. in the, in a, later on in the movie for like a climactic scene. I didn't yeah. know it was going to be that crazy battle. But as that battle starts going on, I'm like, no music. And this shit is fucking badass. Yeah. Even more so because we don't have the music in the way. Mm-hmm. Well, right? Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Let me make two points on what you said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One, uh, I think think because of the because of what this movie is kind of it's this mm. gray it's very very gray uh uh very bleak time in uh in berlin mm-hmm. where we spend most of our time yeah in uh both We're sides, between both the sides of the sides, wall right? yeah, which yeah. was great which right. is really cool to jump between the two right uh we i think that if you if you take the music stings out uh, it becomes a much bleaker movie. Like it was more straight drama. And yeah, I don't think it was ever trying to be that. I don't think right. it, it ever, it wanted to be dynamic, but mm-hmm. it's setting demanded that there would be some parts of the movie where she's just literally walking around a horrifying, like gray, like, yeah, no, no, that's fine. So at the same time, it's like, you could have music though, like seeped into a setting when she walks into a place 
the music comes in. It wasn't even like that. It was like music was just fat over the. Oh yeah, sorry. No, no, that's cool. But go. I I tried to do that off microphone. Sorry. We're just we were watching some of the trailers up on the up on the on the screen. You can't go back to the one we were just watching. Here, I'm gonna do. Play it again. I'm gonna play from this one. Uh, let me see. Let me play these. Everybody, uh, we're oh, we're just we're just trying to get some trailers up on the screen so that we we kind of jogs our memory a little bit and stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, Do you remember what you were talking? No, saying? you were in the middle of something. Uh, no, I was. Getting, oh, I was getting back to the for the '80s thing. Oh, yeah, I was just saying how the the music. Um, like again, it's weird for me because I think it paid off for what happened by the end of the movie mm-hmm. where it pulled back on the music when we needed it oh to. right so that's so, uh, that was my second point you're right yeah. that was awesome that's great that whole that last fight sequence in, uh, in, in silence it's a it's one mostly shot. It's a to be shot. one shot i think there yeah. might be a couple of hidden edits there is, in there oh, for sure for sure but, uh, but it is like well but somebody reminded me of this mm-hmm. that's super neat that they get into the elevator with her and they travel yeah. and we travel in right. the elevator so that was probably a working elevator that they just traveled up to the next floor. And, and right. Yeah. In, like, in real time. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. You, you just don't see that in movies a lot. Right. You know, with no, with no edits, just yeah. watching her get ready, you know, like uh-huh. for the, for the remainder of the fight. Right. Uh, and I love yeah. the break in the fight where the, where she gets tired. Oh yeah. And, she, and the, she's huffing and puffing with the big dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're both like on the floor. Oh, they're, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Towards the end of the fight when they're both like, they they're want both you gassed. can tell they want to give out. Like yeah, they just yeah. they're, they're, they they're give done up. fighting. Mm-hmm. No, that it's was at the great. very, very end of the fight, so it's very believable. That's another thing you never see too. It's like realistic, like you would be tired as shit mm-hmm. if you were kicking dudes' butts for five seconds. And this minutes. is something that carries through the whole movie. I don't think we've ever seen like a super badass heroine who spends mm-hmm. the whole movie with just busts and bruises and like busted lips and like right because she just got in a huge fight of course like her body yeah. is wrecked dude and that makes yeah because then it, i was wondering too how that's gonna pay off because of how bad she looked from the beginning mm-hmm. i'm like oh what what could she really have gone through but right. at the same time you're like we're waiting for that thing right yeah that to happen where she goes through something but and we know really it's is, leading up to that but also it, it is kind of a culmination of all the fights that she's in like she does own yeah. most of the fights, but she gets hit still. But she, a lot of yeah. that's on her more on her body. I think it's her like face the, takes the brunt. No, I want to say like seventies yeah. yeah. James Bond movies. Uh huh. Where he like still get hit, but right. But he, he would never show owned. battle damage though. Yeah, like, never had never, battle damage. Yeah. But it, like for a while there, movies just forgot that leads get hit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For sure, they would be unhittable. I think we have people like Bruce Lee and stuff who yeah. who was mm-hmm. awesome doing it. Mm-hmm. He was amazing when because they couldn't the hit him. Like and he just he, yeah, it, he, he would get hit yeah. once, and that would be the like, oh, now he's gonna step it up again. And then right. everybody decided that, and then somebody decided everyone should be Bruce Lee. Yeah, and right. then heroes stopped getting hit. So uh, I'm glad too that they didn't use that same. That that's kind of a I don't know if I want to call it a trope, but it's like something, and it started from what I can think of, like Chinatown. So do you remember like what's that? Jack Nicholson gets cut in the nose. Yeah, he gets his and nose. so he's. He's yeah, injured in more ways than one. It's like we get it. It's like a symbolic thing usually too, uh-huh. where the character's damaged and it's also just like he's damaged from physically damaged. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh yeah, it's yeah. playing on a lot of different levels and a lot of people use right. that he's, as like a cop he's out. Gone kind through of thing. a lot. Yeah. There's a new movie that that's coming out. I saw a trailer for that does this this similar thing. Uh it's George Clooney's movie with Matt Damon as the lead. Have you heard of it? Yeah, something town. But he's getting injured in that movie, like, hardcore. Yeah. And he's got, like, bandages and bruised up and whatever. Right. And I guess it just depends how you use it. In this movie, I think, in Atomic Blonde, they use it well. Because, like I said, I think a lot of that's... She's pretty good at fighting, so she's not going to let her face get hit because she knows, too. 
I don't want my face to show. Right. She's so I can hit the body. The, yeah. Yeah. If I got to take some shots to the body, that's fine. Because I think, do we see bruises on her body in the in the hotel sometimes, right? Uh, comes, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. A bunch of times. Yeah. Right. Like when she's smoking with the girl and mm-hmm. stuff, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So in the comic books, uh, what's oh, her you name? Oh, you looked it up? Delphine? You looked it up? This, no, this is something I, I oh. heard along the way. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I Del- Delphine, I believe, is the girl's name, the French girl, the French operative. Oh, the no, other it's one. called the Codis City. Oh, okay. The Codis City. That's the new, the, the movie that you were just talking about. No, no, the comic book. No, it's not. The coldest city. Yeah. I thought you said Dakota. Oh, yeah. You look, you sound like. <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, both excuse of me. I had things. work done on my face. Oh, he did. Yeah. He, Mike is the <laughs> plastic surgery from dentistry. Oh, I, oh, uh, yeah, oh they, nobody knew that. We could have said plastic surgery. Oh, I mean. Mike needs work. Nobody cares what he looks like. <laughs> All right. Uh, Delphine in the, in the comic book is a man. Uh, and I really like that. Not only is wait, she. The main, wait. The French, French. girl. Yeah. Oh, French okay, girl. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. She is a man in the comic book. Okay, and I thought it worked really well that she was a girl in this. Yeah, it's yeah. very matter of fact. Nobody gives it. Nobody gives it any mind, and she does end up being the only. Like you needed that to humanize her a little bit because otherwise right. she's a Terminator. Holy Plus, crap. even if it's a dude, we don't really believe it as much. Maybe mm-hmm. right because she's My a spy. So then, like, why was that? My the girl who plays uh, the Delphine character is the Blade girl from uh, Blade Blade Leg. Yeah, but she's also thirty five. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it. yeah, it's fine. She's Espanol, though, so, right? So she got a little... No, I think she's French. What's so I think... Well, you could be French and Espanol. Yeah, Del, uh, oh, Sofia Butella. Well, yeah, then she'd or be Bute, Spanish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's either Spanish. That's what I mean. She's just like... I think that's Espanol. what he means by yeah. Espanol. Duh. It would be Espanola. There's the feminism. Espanola. Oh, feminine, shit. Female version of the... Anyway, no, she was born in Algeria. <laughs> of course. So, North no, North I can't North even North. make the fart mouth night. Oh, wow. That is very sad. <laughs> oh, Mike's so depressed. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Mike's mouth fart noises. Hey, Mike. Go <laughs> ahead and yeah, be scream. jealous. Scream. Be jealous. <laughs> Anyways. All right. I'm going to dip into, uh, because we have on screen some of the, uh, some of the stuff Charlize Theron was doing to promote the movie. Uh, I just want to dip in what and mention Charlize Theron is amazing. Like she's, she's yeah. one of my favorite actresses working today. Yeah, she's legit. And not I I don't mean she's one of the best actresses. I think she mm-hmm. is. She's one of my favorites because off camera, she's also mm-hmm. a goddamn delight. Dude. Yeah. Like, everything I see about her is super fun. Yeah, real cool. Do you remember her when she came out in Between Two Ferns? Yeah. That I, episode specific one, really. that episode ends with her saying, I peed a little. <laughs> she's laughing so hard that oh, oh. that uh, yeah. Zach, Zach Galifianakis exactly. thinks uh-huh. that they're gonna get in a they're gonna go skinny dipping, <laughs> and she that finds it so That's hilarious. Funny. She says she peed a little. Yeah, that that she's just funny. Um, she's just a funny funny what, lady. And guys, what was charming it? as hell. Yeah, like so. Remember they like young guys helping her into a movie. Yeah, he's a scars guard. Oh, really? How Wait, many of those one? are there? It's not it's not Alex and it's not Stellan. No, but he's one of the siblings. Oh, okay. yeah. Wait. Cool. Wait, which one? Apparently there's six of them. Now, okay. Let's... I know the other one. Well, They're uh... all famous, like the Stars Guards. Well, not that famous because I don't know no. which system, what oh. this one is. But There's one that's in the, the show Vikings. Yeah. There's the oh, Vikings yeah, guy. Right? There's the guy that's who was on the show one. with the uh, Rogue. Like, what was that show called? The show with the Rogue. The girl who played Rogue in the old X-Men movies. Is it? Uh, Anna oh, Paquin. Pac- yeah, True Blood. True Blood. So the other uh, guy was the guy in True Blood. Okay. Well, no, he's the he's the main, main one. That's not the main. Of the, the sons. Guard guard? No, no, the main, main one is that's, the uncle. No, that's, that's, no, that's the dad. dad. Or the dad. That's no. the dad. 
Now, I'm not talking about the dad. So Uncle like, dad. He's got kid, a bunch Gross. of kids, though, that all are actors. That's the ones that were thinking. Okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. The Scars yeah. Guards. I didn't know that. Okay. So diving cool. into spoilers now. Um, yeah. Speaking of the younger, oh. the young guy that she's okay. working with. All right. So, so yeah. Charlize Theron is revealed at the end to be an American. She was always an American uh, agent. She's actually triple cross. She's a, or a, she's a triple agent. She uh-huh. was pretending to be an MI5 agent that was uh, passing information to uh, the KGB, but in fact was a, uh, a CIA operative the entire time. Did you, did you guys pick up on anything like that, or did you suspect anything? When, I, when he gets I the did. list of names, when, uh, what's his name? Um, Goodman? Let's get some. I'm trying John to get, Goodman? we're getting those, uh, those I, I'm doing this for Mike. I'm getting the names of the, uh, of the characters, not the actors. You know what John Goodman uh, but, will, right? Yeah, yeah. Who's her, like, John Goodman her is Kurtzfeld. Yeah, uh, but uh, James McAvoy's character, David uh, Percival, the uh-huh. off the reservation agent that's uh, that's working. Yeah. Uh, he's the, in two D. He's an MI five agent that's mm-hmm. that's yeah gone gone native. Mm-hmm. Uh, he look he gets his hands on the name on the on the the list right right, and he finds something that is I think there's even a voiceover while they show him looking at the list uh-huh. that says like oh whoever has that list will know who Satchel is Satchel is the is the uh, agent. That is giving away, or that is that is he's the double crossing agent. They just right. know him by his code name. They don't know who he is. But is and that her? Yeah, that she's her. Satchel. Oh, okay, right, right. As far as I'm to understand the movie, she's always Satchel. So when he's looking at that list of names and kind of has like an aha moment, yeah, that meant oh, to me that saying. he found out who Satchel was, and she wasn't in. On, and the them. only person that would make him go aha is her. Is right. Ma- yeah, that, that was easy. Right. That's why I, as soon as he looks at, I had a feeling one of them was Satchel at the, from the beginning. Uh-huh. And then once, once he does that, well, uh-huh, when the movie started, I was like, oh, she's going to be, the I, I did, it, it, it popped into my head. Now it bugged me out too, because then I was like, oh no, that means she's like a bad agent. As far as like the concept of this movie goes, it was an right. extra twist that she ended up being a CIA agent. There's two twists, right? Yeah. Right. That there's that one twist that she's actually with the a Russian CIA thing agent. and then the other one. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, I guess I, I did hear a couple of people mention, though, that. Uh, oh, I was just going to say they did give it away in a couple of scenes. Yeah, they you do. Like that. She drops her British accent a little bit when she oh. when she meets John Goodman. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, on that. Well, on the, like, I wouldn't platform. even form. That wouldn't be enough for me because me I would just assume she's not because she's not British, right? So, yeah. I, and and to be honest, I felt like she dropped it a couple of times in the <laughs> in parts where she was supposed to have it. Yeah, and and when she was speaking in regular American English at the end, I was like, she's still doing a British accent. I kind of can't tell. <laughs> right, right. But uh, then he gives her the newspaper with a phone number to call, uh-huh. and the phone number is a New York area code. Uh, like I wouldn't have oh, known to look saying. at that, but so, that's what somebody yeah. mentioned to me. Like, oh, yeah, she huh. calls New York. Uh huh. Yeah. So I guess okay. there were giveaways that she was. Uh, All right. Well, for me, you know, it was a weird one that I I was just thinking it was based on the wig, like the platinum, like the platinum blonde look that she had, which I don't even know if it was a wig, right? Maybe was it her hair? I think it was um, a wig, though. No, no, her hair. Is she the pulls platinum it up. Blonde. Yeah, she puts a black. She pulls, she puts like a brunette. brunette or no, no it's like a redhead. Yeah, like a dark red uh, uh, wig. On no, but it. I thought at the end, I thought she pulls off like another. No, she pulls off a yeah, wig she... from under a wig. Yeah. Double, double wig, wigs. double wig, triple agent, or switched out, and we just never saw it. But yeah, you're no, right. Yeah, that scene right there. I didn't really think you were saying she was wearing to <laughs> wig upon wig. Um, but no, there was just something about her hair, like because platinum. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it was just there like, not it that seemed many like people who are actually platinum blonde, yeah. and uh, that's not a real hair color. Yeah, right? no, you there's people. Have... If you're a Targaryen, oh, like... your hair is platinum. Oh, oh, <laughs> Jesus, Nerd. Or albino. Albino has it, kind of maybe. I guess that's more. That's literally that's white. Just, that's just white. white. Yeah. yeah. No, there are people. The platinum blonde does exist. I had platinum color. blonde when I was a baby. You, this is this is a lie, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> lie. I had gray hair. To you, that's what? not platinum blonde. That's gray. It well, it's like, like white with a gray. Yeah, yeah. And then it slowly changed and got dark. He's got Benjamin Button disease, you guys. <laughs> My sister is blonde. Now she's a brunette. Okay, take your word for it. Yeah, I don't that's believe. Fine. I think he's lying to <laughs> Anyways, it's called being mixed, sir. Yeah, no, that happens a lot with like because like my hair now it doesn't really look blonde, right? I don't know if you guys would say that. I don't if you know if I've ever seen you. As well, I, see, I Dan has been bald the entire yeah. time yeah. I've known him. No. He's trying to tell me, you know my hair. <laughs> no, should, where? In the trash can that you leave in? I don't know. I'm where? saying the stubs. Talk about I got pubes. stubs. I can't see the color of your stubs, dog. You can't talk about his pubes, bro. Not really. You can't really. Because <laughs> you shave it down, but I still got like a horseshoe situation. like a buzz. Like a, buzz like down. A, one. I got a it's one. It's not a zero. No, I got a zero. Yeah, it's a zero. It's not a big. So the scene at the end that's 10 minutes long? Yes, yeah. it's forty separate shots. Oh, so it is compiled. It's yeah. not because it, they do a really good job of uh, not only making it look like a continuous shot, but yeah. I, it looks like it's her the entire time doing all those stunts. Yeah. I know she yeah. did a lot of her own stunts in this movie. Yeah, they, I've yeah, seen. She broke two teeth. Ooh, wow, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I know. I've seen like the video of her like practicing the the martial arts, uh-huh. and she looks awesome doing it. Do you know like, who she uh-huh. trained with for who's this that, movie? Who's that? Keanu Reeves. Nice. Oh, wow. She oh, did pick up a couple the... of uh, John Wick moves. Well, oh, right. Was of course. Right. Yeah, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was training for John Wick too. So she was training They were training together. Yep. That's so no, cool. That seems like they're like, like the two nicest people to hang out with. Yeah. Right? It seems like, <laughs> like, uh, like uh, Charlize Theron probably just teases uh, uh, Keanu Reeves the entire time. And Keanu Reeves <laughs> just goes, stop it. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that seems awesome. That seems like really cool, a really cool pair. I would love to see them in a movie together, maybe. Yeah. Like a like a, so that'd be a, a, a John Wick three. Ver, John what Wick is, three, uh Tommy Blonde oh. and John Wick fight yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, I don't know about that. Tommy Mr. and Mrs. Smith had some pretty decent action, man. Yeah, but they're divorced and hate oh, each other. That's so. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> you know what? Big enough. That'd paycheck. be super awkward. <laughs> anyway, so so the so the movie depends the we we lose the oh oh one more thing about the American operatives. Uh, yeah. So apparently, not the 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 scars guard, her scars guard contact uh-huh. also works for the Americans, and the watch store person. Yeah, oh, works really? for the Americans. Really, that's why she's constantly saying, "I want to use my people." Oh, remember okay. they're always like, "Hey, here's yeah. the thing," and goes, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine," but uh-huh. but we got to use my people okay. because her people are all American. Oh, and then that's why that that's watch why, would have gone directly to her right, from yeah. him. Okay. That guy, the American, yeah, that dude was that guy's that, cool. Uh, He's watch a guy. His character but, okay. is called Watchmaker. Is that yes, his name? Yeah. Is that his character? Phil Schweiger. <laughs> Which I, I mean, yeah, you don't know watchmaker. that he's a watchmaker. He's he just no, he's, he's like working a re- on the watch. Right, so. he could be a watch repair person. Anyways, yeah. uh, so then we lose the watch. I mean, the watch gets lost to. Uh, well, we know Percival has it. I don't know how, how many does he get it? Does it? He yeah, shoots the Russian that has it. Yeah. He kills the Russian that's got it. And uh, remember, in, right. uh, it takes off his wrist. That's the right. French girl actually catches it on camera. 
That's why. Right, right. Yeah, that's where she gets those pictures later. Yeah. Um. So he's got the watch. The watch is out of play. And then he lets the drop that uh, spyglass. The uh, the German. Um, he's German or Russian? He's German, right? The defector, mm-hmm. the one that wants to defect to uh, the small koala bear of a man that he, she has to carry around with her for a while. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I believe he's a German uh, defector. About. He's on Spy screen guy. right yeah. now. And he's oh, right there. You're talking. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I know him from. He's like, doesn't he seem like the most like innocuous, not even innocuous, like He's like a small, he's a koala, but he has like you a know punchable what's funny, face. I wouldn't I touch a koala. Oh, no, no, I think he has like a, yeah, okay. He has a face like you kind of need to hire somebody to protect <laughs> from being punched there's no in the chin. Face. Yeah, because like chin. he, he has, yeah. he's like one of those people who like, you're like, oh, that guy got bullied <laughs> when he was a he, he, his face <laughs> does, without him saying anything, his face does say, oh no. Exactly. <laughs> but Raul, you but, know what's uh, funny? So I know him from uh, Ray Donovan. Okay. On Showtime. He does he's actually look vaguely familiar. Yeah, he plays a completely different character, too. Is he like yeah. a sick monster? Uh, no. Oh, he was in no. V for Vendetta. I wonder what, who he was in V for Vendetta. Yeah, I don't remember him at all. Yeah, for no, me neither. Yeah, no, I don't know. But, anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's good. Terry he's Donovan, brother of Ray Donovan. Yeah. Really? I just guessed yeah. that. <laughs> yes. I know what's his name is father of Ray Donovan. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah, so she's got it. So he's got the list memorized, uh-huh. and she, she he becomes the asset that they now have to like take out of the uh, uh out of the country, which was really cool. Which I really enjoyed that whole that whole setup of like trying to get him out, and then the yeah. the uh, where and that's where Where's, it's revealed that um Percival is actually the guy. He's actually dirty. He's trying to kill Spyglass. Well, they're oh, both right, trying right. to kill Spyglass. Just no, she's no, not trying to get straight up. No, she's trying to get him out of the country. She's trying to help him defect. No, no, no. She's playing like she's trying to help him defect. Mm. He knows that she's uh, Spyglass. Yeah, yeah, right. no. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she no, no, doesn't no. want him to live. Yeah, she does. She's American. She wants to find out everything Spyglass knows. But she has the watch. She doesn't need him. No, she does not have the watch. Percival has the watch. Oh, she doesn't have it yet. Yeah, that's right. right. No, no, no. She's trying to actually get him out. So At that happened. point, yeah. she and you can tell because she's super sad when he dies. She's like bummed out that yeah. she couldn't save him, and like, like he has to plead for her to go away, kind of, sort of. I she he looks like he's pleading, and then he stops moving, and I'm like, oh, he just like died, I guess. That was real fast. So how did they get her out? Did she, super, she, she like drive him in a car? Yeah, they fall into the water. They uh, after oh, they do a go crazy the chase. They go like a crazy messed up chase. Somebody a guy a car. Hits like, them when hits they them. when yeah. they stop, which I hate that kind of in movies yeah. when they they stop in a random place. Blind, yeah. at, so so like you think they got away, and <laughs> right. then like a giant something comes literally out of nowhere, like you never saw this. Yeah, yeah. Whatever I forget if it was a dump truck or like a uh, not a dump truck, a uh, like a garbage truck or maybe a, a like uh-huh. a moving van. I forget which, which what it was, but it was, yeah. it was a big truck that hits them and throws them off. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to remember these scenes because I feel like we saw some. So yeah, ago. we're recording this a week after we meant to record it. So yeah. some of these, yeah, the memories are. Memories I'm like a little fuzzy. I'm like a month in, so I don't remember half of this. Now the one. Oh yeah, this thing come out. The yeah. the how about the umbrella stuff? That was a little bit contrived, but uh, it was like you knew it was going to happen. I mean, it didn't need to be that many people. I feel like. I feel like uh-huh. it could have been a lot less people. So who set that up? That That's was that the, one guy, the, right? Skarsgård, yeah. That's Skarsgård, right. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. He was really cool. Was cool. I loved yeah. his whole network. I would have loved to spend more time with him. 
to see how he does the things he does mm-hmm. because it did seem he was like also a master like spycraft like person yeah yeah with clearly like at least 10 years less experience than everybody else right so i would have liked to see more of how much but of he a was, genius he was and he was coming from the point of view of doing the right thing too right well i like, think was he was an american social- i think he was just working for the americans so oh okay he was trying to make their whatever they needed to happen happen right you know oh I mean? yeah for some reason because yeah how would he have all those people then Cause he yeah just, yeah no he, he was persuaded. A, he was a spy he was yeah but i mean you're right because then to have that many people yeah set up, i guess just created a network of underground underground peeps you know what did surprise me was uh the only reason i thought either uh her or uh or uh, percival were not the uh were not satchel was uh-huh. because this whole movie is told from the point of view of her debriefing yeah and she was debriefing right. to toby jones who is right. always evil <laughs> so i right. just figured oh uh-huh. toby jones is in this he must be satchel yeah He's you know it's funny you say that because like and the movie first starts as she's debriefing it. I was yeah. like, oh, he's going to be a yeah, bad yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at the bad guy. The bad guy's right at the beginning of the movie. I was, I was like, Ooh. oh. But then the movie started and it started going through the motions. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. no, it's her. All right. Because then what does he end up being? Just the regular just, just guy. normal guy. He's just the guy. Yeah, yeah, he's just a uh, higher up. That's yeah, all yeah. He, is. he just looks like a ticket. Yeah, that's a, that's a mis, uh, misdirect. Like, that's because you, that's when you cast a guy like that. Yeah, yeah. The only time Toby Jones wasn't the bad guy was when he was Capote. Capote? Right. Capote? Yeah, Capote. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Only time, who, only time he was in a bad guy. Didn't he play like um not Donald Rumsfeld? Um, what was the vice president's Donald? Oh, NW, uh, was he like? Or, or I mean, the, oh no, Carl Rove and something. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say he'd yeah. be real small to be. Uh, yeah, you're right. That the, dude was a little bit what's big. His name? Yeah, can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy who shot his friend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyways, I don't know why I can't. Remember. Yeah, no, the guy who uh, like won, got all that money from the Iraq War. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who owns the company that <laughs> that hires people to shoot other people. Yeah. Uh, this is not a political show. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was going to be the bad guy. Turns out he's not. He's just right. the guy. Good for you, Toby Jones. You're moving up in the world. Moving <laughs> into less evil bastard. Yeah. James Faulkner, who's Chief? What? Chief C. Yeah, he looks familiar. I think he's the guy who's just behind the scene, no? He's the guy behind the glass when they're doing the... The debrief. Oh, is that right? In the oh, debrief okay. scenes, I think he's the guy yeah, behind, the, yeah. behind okay. the glass. Right. But yeah. Oh, he's yeah. he's what's his name in uh in uh, Game of Thrones? The the dad. Yeah. Uh uh shoot. The dad of Dickon and Rickon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've been seeing him not Rick, he's not Rickon's dad. He's the dad of Dickon and Samwell. No, I thought Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, he's a Tarly. Oh, yeah. Somebody else thought he was Rickon. They said something, right? Like, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jamie? No, no. Jamie's buddy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember Bron. his name. Bron. Yeah. yeah. Bron was like, hey, what's up, Rickon? He's like, no, my name is Dickon. And he goes, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones um, is a pretty good show, you guys. You should watch that. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> All right. I think so, it's yeah. pretty interesting that, that uh, uh-huh. Gene McAvoy, he said that when he was doing his research, he learned that in World War II, M- MI6 used to recruit alcoholics, drug addicts, and gay men uh-huh. because they had experience holding a big secret. Ah, nice. So he tried to make his character an alcoholic, drug addict, gay man, but they wouldn't let him do the gay part because Charlie Theron's character was already gay or bi. So they're like, uh, too much gay. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I guess I didn't, I didn't need him to be anything other than just being the good old James McAvoy. 
who's does a great job playing like a like a scumbag. Like a, he like he does like after seeing him mostly play Professor X for the last few, you know, for the last decade or so, he uh-huh. does a good job as a scumbag. And Wait, I, you've I seen like more it. than one of those? Uh, I think two out of three. Wow, I only saw one. Well, I couldn't. You could. I couldn't <laughs> help myself for Days of Future Past. It's such a classic story that I, I had to see garbage. how they destroyed it, and they did. They did. They destroyed yeah. it. I did not watch the next one, Age of <laughs> Apocalypse, because why? Um, the uh, but yeah, James McAvoy. I mean, half the work was done by the by the braided uh, sweater vest that he's wearing with no sh- <laughs> with no shirt under it. That's half the work right there. Uh, I do love this one bad guy that right right off the bat. She she lands in uh, in Berlin and she is immediately made like the two guys who come pick her up are already bad guys. Like so she's she's yeah. in trouble from the beginning. This uh, the driver it, character lives uh-huh. through most of the movie, just continually getting his ass kicked by by uh, by Charlize Theron's character. Uh, it's pretty fun. Oh, he does it in other scenes, too. Yeah, yeah. He comes, he comes he's got like a sling or something. He's an oh, arm in a sling okay. or something. He's he's showing clear uh, like battle damage as well. Oh, is that- yeah. Because you know he's wearing that like arm cast. Yeah, yeah. It's because he broke his arm while filming Split. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That, that you're talking about, uh, what's his name now? Oh, yeah, you're talking about McAvoy. Yeah. McAvoy, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I, Because I, you know what? I thought it was a really cool character choice. Yeah, no, he just really broke his arm. Right. But, well, it does work for the character, though. Yeah, no. Because later on, he slips the cast off like it's nothing. And you go, yeah. oh, he's faking. Oh, it's a... maybe well, that's another to, getting to hurt gar- thing. Like, like to garner sympathy or maybe to, like, fake out. But like, yeah. why would he be doing? Why would he be faking a cast? Yeah. It's, like a, it's a cycle. Well, the, the way they played it in the movies, he's hiding this mic in his arm. Yeah, but right, yeah, but right. I also think it's like a psychological move too. Like it, he's yeah. using it to. Yeah, and I also love that they uh, they show her. They, there's a lot of scenes of uh, Charlize Theron's amazing uh, figure in great shape. Uh, getting dressed. Uh, the camera enjoys watching uh, her yeah. like change. Especially in the hotel, obviously the hotel uh, room. And then they show her mic, uh, her mic herself, right? Yeah. Right. They show her wear a wire, and then right. that doesn't come back to the very end of the movie. And there was a part of me that was like, "What the hell was the point of that?" Like, they they show her getting mic'd up. She goes, uh-huh. and that's when she meets Delphine. Uh, later, this scene right here. This one? Uh, yeah. No, 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 not Different this. One. No, no, no. In the other bar, the oh, first okay. bar they meet at. Yeah. Oh, she talks to her friend's bar. By yeah. happenstance, kind she of. She right? talks yeah. to another guy. It's like random. She right? does a bunch of stuff in that that night, but right. But she's wearing the wire and she records everything she does that night. Uh, and then it doesn't. That night's towards like it's still towards the beginning of the movie, <laughs> right? And she we don't bring that. She doesn't bring up that again until the very end of the movie where we see her splicing all the stuff she's recorded. To oh, okay. make it sound so like Percival is Satchel. You're saying we should yeah. have seen her mic up more? No, no, no. I'm saying I like or that. We I have to like remember. That it, right. I like that we, we have had to remember. remember. Oh, okay. Well, like, okay. This movie doesn't follow the rules of three, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, they tell you everything like you're supposed to do. Yeah. But they didn't do it three times. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, to drive it, to drive it home for the audience. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. Like, that's more in comedy. Writing's too, getting real lazy now. Oh, yeah. I agree. And, well, like, I, I feel I like they I disagree, but go ahead. Well, a lot of movies now, they just tell you the whole thing in like the first right. 10 minutes. And I think like, TV shows are getting a little more complex. I think movies are well, yeah. getting a little more simple. TV shows are getting way more complex, but, but you're right. movies are getting yeah. way, way dumbed down. Yeah. Um, I think, though, that this movie, uh, while it's, it, it was too complex for some people, I've, I've heard a lot of reviews where people were like, I didn't really understand what happened. 
Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't think it was that complex. Yeah, I, this followed like, it. I feel like this was on the did, notes. Did you no, guys? I thought, it, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was the right kind of complex. It, I thought it was fine. It, it's fine because it's like, ultimately, I don't really care about this. You know, it, movies like this have their usual things where somebody's going to double cross. Yeah. Somebody you're trying it's to figure spy. out who's the spy guy. Yeah. So a lot of that, like, I just, I feel like some of that I don't pick up on right away. And then when other things are coming up, I'm not even, I just give up at some point. You know what I'm saying? I okay. just go with the flow and Did just you do that hope in this to jump movie? back Did in. Did you give up yeah. on this movie? Yeah. No, not give up in a bad way. Just like in a way that I don't really care. I'll wait till they explain it to me, basically. Yeah, yeah. I'll see how it's re- re- Which I don't think itself. this movie really stood there and explained it to you too much at the end either. Yeah, I don't no, think it, it did that. It doesn't explain to you, but you ultimately get answers and like, you know what's going on. Like what a movie like this would normally do is they would do that reveal that she's an American. Mm-hmm. And then they would have a conversation that would be voiceover to a bunch of flashbacks of her like in scenes that you saw, but doing things right. you didn't notice she did. Right. Like yeah. that's how normally a movie like this ends. But no, they just one flashback. In this no, they just sit yeah. there and go like, Hey, good job. Thanks. Right. That's fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. Let's, go, <laughs> let's go. Let's go back home. So that scene when she's like all bruised up and in the tub, that's uh-huh. in America. After no. all, no, that, no, right? she never leaves Berlin. No, she's still in Berlin. Yeah. No, she's but, getting oh. ready for the fight. Oh, the when, final fight. Yeah. She, no, those are bruises from other fights that she's already wow. been in. But then when she's being in, uh, in the interrogation room. That's when her face is all busted up, too. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So the interrogation room was done in. That's it was done it, in that's back London. in London. That's back in oh, London. Oh, that was in London. That's right. Okay. After the mission. After everything. Then, so then we see her. Le- when she's sitting in the reveal of her being an American. Are they flying to London? At no, that they're point? Flying no, they're flying. They're flying to America. From London okay, to right. America. So that was yeah. after the interrogation mm-hmm. room. Gotcha. Cool. All right, so it was too complicated. I guess some people did find. I don't know. I'm just trying to remember too. <laughs> like the role that I both went after the same no, joke. No, the reason. The, <laughs> I, it wasn't a joke. I was saying that. Yeah. Okay. No, that's just a timeline thing. I'm not really. I right. remember when the things went down. I just now, before or after whatever. I I don't see. I can see why people got somewhat uh, confused by it. But there's people who are straight up like dismissing this movie because of its complicatedness, and that seems really. Crazy. That seems really yeah, crazy. No, to me. no, no. No, I don't agree with that because it's like that. I mean, I guess that's what I'm saying. When I get frustrated with something like that, I'm not I don't take it out on the movie. Mm-hmm. I just go with the flow. Well, of there's there. movies that are too convoluted for sure. Yeah. And that's the movie's fault sometimes when but, if you don't know something that you're supposed to know early, it could be the movie's fault. Right. Yeah. But I didn't but feel this, like this was like that at all. No, not at all. I, I followed is, it entirely. This is a. Oh, sorry. This is so stylish, too, that it's like you can watch for other things, mm-hmm. you know, like the fight scene. You can legitimately just. Oh, I can yeah. watch this movie for if nothing more than the fan, fight scene. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know, I think I don't know. I was just thinking of this too, like in the the origin of these kind of fight scenes. Like, um, I want to say, Born Identity was the first one. Yeah, that I've I can heard. Remember. I've heard a lot of people. Oh, have you? Okay, yeah. just to give it well, credit because it was like one of the first uh, kind of movie little, franchises to start doing very, very hands-on, close yeah, quarters, yeah, realistic fighting. But it's yeah. a little choppier, though. No, isn't this is? No, no, no. Uh, uh, you're talking uh, about the firstborn? Yeah. Well, no, the first one, the first no. one first wasn't choppy. Not, the first one wasn't choppy. First one well, wasn't choppy. The first okay. one was like super watchable. But it's, you know it. what it is? I'm sorry. I take it back. You know what it is? That's shaky. No, no, no. The first one wasn't like that either. No, no. check. Go look, go look back it's at it. It's not that bad. I think it's, it's shaky, but I the think it's done The second one is when they lost their fucking I, mind. I think they did it too much. No, no, no. The second one is when I was like, all right, I'm out. No, no. The third one I never watched. But the first one is shaky to the right amount. That's. That's why they. That's why so many yeah. people use yeah. it now because yeah, it was no. effective in the. In but they the only movie. used it in the fighting scenes, and it wasn't like crazy. Whereas yeah, the second agree, one, they started using it just when he was like walking down the fucking street. Whereas and I this, heard the third one, like people were throwing up because it was shaking. Like so good though. Yeah. Whereas this movie still. is smooth. Like all those, 
that mm-hmm. cameraman is he's got that steady cam on yeah, the fight scenes don't need to be super shaky because the right the that, fighting is gruesome so that's enough why, so it's fine. but, no, but I, i'm saying just in terms stuff. of the close quarter hand to hand that's the main thing and the yeah. more realistic like shots mm-hmm. like where it looks like the the blows seem to do the damage that they're supposed that they're doing right uh where and they're not because there's a dude who gets hit by like a giant i don't know what it is a fire hydrant what are they fighting with in that on the stairwell mm-hmm. they make a clanging sound when like fire extinguisher maybe what are you talking about no no there's a giant remember. there's a big metal chunk of something <laughs> that she hits a guy with <laughs> twice and he hits her with it once right right and it dongs like a bell every time he's still i don't remember that at all yeah yeah it's it's towards the beginning of those two guys on the stairwell mm, mm-hmm. it's like mm. and then he, chuck, had to be able and to he chucks it at her at one point and but misses well remember too like born identity came up with weird ways to him to use like things to like fight because he's such right an the, the like the magazine and the, and yeah the pencil and all this stuff so yeah it's just stuff like that we it's, get that a lot we get the straight up kitchen sink fight when she fights the mini boss when they get when they finally downstairs. No, no, no! In the in the in the apartment when they're the very last part of the fight. Oh, that's yeah. a downstairs though, right? That's when it, they that make downstairs? their way downstairs oh, yeah, yeah. into the into that apartment, into that yeah. like yeah. decrepit apartment or whatever. Right. right. And then uh, even the uh, even Spyglass gets involved in that fight, doesn't he? Like hit the bad guy with like yeah, a lamp he does or something. something. Yeah, because she needs help with getting the gun. Yeah, or sh- shooting the gun or something. Or just yeah. even standing. I think. Yeah, <laughs> she's just struggling to stand up. Right. Uh, yeah, that's the fight where doesn't she even hit him with a sink at some point? <laughs> so she hits him with a uh, giant something that. Burst so on his yeah, head. I can't. Yeah. That fight's ridi- that hard. part of the fight is ridiculous and so much fun, right? And, and yeah. painful and like really painful. Yeah, dude, no, it's good. But yeah, if it's you amazing. like action, this is fine. If you like the spy stuff, skullduggery of it all, that's it's also very good. I right. did keep. I, I, like I was the stylization of it explain, more than anything. You know what? It relates to the John Wick, mainly John Wick Two. I'd say more so. And I was looking up; it was the same uh, cinematographer, which it wasn't. Um. Oh, no, this is the same cinematographer as John Wick 1, because John Wick 2 had a different cinematographer for some reason. So I was looking at it because, like, the neon stuff and yeah. that type of uh, lighting, because John Wick but 2 it, had a lot of that. But too. I like that a lot. So I like the way they composed the shots and the way it was lit. I think yeah. that was, like, for me, Very that grunge. was the best part about this movie. Or what's the 80s term for, uh, like, grun- grunginess? No, yeah, but it's, like, <laughs> no, it's, like, a uh, punk, like, very punk, kind of, like, punk rock. Yeah. to go with the music yeah that's what i was we were looking up to the doug music. lyman nice soderberg doug lyman yeah doug lyman. Uh, or anyways um no we're looking up where we talking about earlier with the songs i just want to go over some of those because that was cool they brought back to play the song and like the original song and then have a cover oh, of yeah. the song yeah 99 uh red Loof, balloons and right. uh and uh and then who covers it oh by nina Nena, Nena. Oh wait, that's. that's uh, I think that might just be slowed down. Was that for sure? Or something. Oh yeah, here we go. Sorry, Kaleda is one, and then Nena is the other one. That's Nina, the, that's the original one. I don't know which one's the original. I thought it was some, uh, but you know what? Did the did the original artist do also do the English version? Uh, Maybe. Oh yeah, huh? That's true. I would think so. Yeah. Um, fight the power, public enemy. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty great. David Bowie. Yeah, Nana's people. the original artist. No, oh, okay. There we go. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there's a lot of Bowie, right? There's like tons of Bowie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get Under was, Pressure. and Right, Under Pressure. Goldfinger right. does the English uh, 99 Red Balloons. Who? Goldfinger. Uh, well, Goldfinger. No, I, see, I see another one here, though. It says Kaleida. 
performed. Oh, by I'm sorry. I was. I meant the original English one, not the. Oh, not the one oh okay. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, and then the then we have Blue Monday twice, right? Uh, Blue like Monday, the right? Third time we've had this conversation. Yeah, no, but we was talked off. about it off mic. I think. Yeah, that's the first time we talked about it here. We yeah. try, we try very hard not to talk about the movie before we start talking on, into microphones, yeah. and we fail pretty much 100 percent of the time. We don't, we don't really get to recording before we, uh, before we start mentioning oh. this. That's why I try to, uh, our conversation before Mike is usually about TV shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not a good Mike idea doesn't watch, talk Mike doesn't watch anything on TV, so he hates, mm. he hates this very much. Also, the Blue Monday, the cover was done by this band, Health. You ever heard of them? Sure. Yeah, no, they're good. No, oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, they're not that big of a band. I, I thought um, I was going to have a quick uh, joke about Health. Oh, okay. Nothing came, so I, <laughs> I bailed on that real quick. No, that's fine. And then everything else, I think, is straight up. I don't know if it's really mm-hmm. too many other cover cover covers, but it's great. It's a cool soundtrack. Really, really. London Calling, Shoo Shoo and the Banshees. It, it uh, uh, is that Susie Sue? Wait, Marilyn Manson and Tyler Bates, Stigmata. Oh, that's an original song. Sorry. Oh, okay. There's an uh, original Marilyn Manson. Okay. I didn't notice it. I'd like to go listen to it again. Uh, I even think. It help, it's okay because we're like I said like in the hits culture uh-huh. uh, so we don't get too obscure with it it's all the 80s songs you would expect to hear in a in a yeah. uh, in an 80s the music most part. Driven, uh, movie but it's okay because like uh, like we're going to the clubs but, and that's what they would be playing at the club yeah and it's not this typical 80s super pop straight up pop stuff no they went like for the new wave yeah they definitely had like a vein that they were that they were dark wave new wave mining. yeah Right, because that's the is that the the genre that they put Depeche Mode in? I would dark say wave? so. I oh, I don't know. I've, that's your it's like music, a darker. So yeah, I'm you know better sure. than I do, but uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I ran was in there. That's probably the most like top twenties. That's yeah, the most up poppy regular song poppy. on there. Well, no, ninety nine Luft Balloons is probably the most poppy song. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe, that's yeah. definitely the most poppy song. That uh, is a happy ass song, man. Considering yeah. the, the the what it's about. But that's what's funny too to take a song like that and then use it when you slow it down uh-huh. in a more dramatic way. Too. As long as it's not a children's choir singing it, <laughs> it's super annoying. Is that like, who sang the original? No, no, no. no. Like oh. uh, that's what they do in movies. Is they just oh, yeah. they, they take a pop song and they just have a children's <laughs> choir sing it really slowly. Right. And that, that's supposed to be super scary. That's one of the things we, I think we've talked about in other episodes, like this theme or this uh, what do you call it? Uh, hip trendy thing with trailers with like covering yeah oh, songs yeah. and then putting different yeah like you're saying like either choir kid or just like slowing it way the hell yeah down yeah, yeah. Make it sounds stupid see yeah. any uh uh you know uh trailer from the last Dude, 10 almost, years but that not that, even, even less probably i think this is such this is like a pretty modern i would I say just five remember, years didn't yeah. uh, the original 50 shades of gray a commercial had like a ridiculous version yeah that well that like was like a beyonce song or something yeah and they even said at the end, like song performed by yeah. Beyonce or something. Like Almost that. apologizing. <laughs> like, yeah, no, right. look, it's really, it's really Beyonce. We didn't just get some B list artist to like, right, record this song. That's funny. And then, uh, oh, you know what? Have yeah. you seen the trailer to the Great Train Robbery? No. Oh man. Okay. So the, oh, the trailer, the trailer is great. It's oh, no, just, it's not, it's not called the Great Train Robbery. It. Oh, oh no, on Murder the on the Orient Express. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. About Murder on the Orient Orient Express. It's it's uh it's What's his name? Uh, Can, uh, uh, fucking Hamlet. Hamlet. Hamlet guy. The director, you mean? Who did no, no, no. The, the guy main? who plays Poirot. The, the main guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He directed it. 
isn't that isn't it what's his name it's a uh, i know english guy dude from sherlock no no it's not watson no um all right bear with there us there. for a second so well what i was gonna say about the 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 uh kenneth branagh yeah that's it yeah he directed it and he's in it so he so it's his his him just talking about like what happened right right Uh, as as it goes through the train as they're walking through the train yeah as they're showing everybody who's sitting down to dinner and you see like a bunch of awesome people like uh yeah johnny uh, great actors like sitting at this thing Mm -hmm. uh and then the most ridiculous song starts playing like imagine dragons is the song Believer. Right. And you're just like, what the <laughs> hell? Like they're just trying to modernize because it's an old remake. But it's movie. But it's set in the past. It's set like I know, but I'm saying that they have to do something to make uh, it current, it's I guess. So dumb. I know. It's so terrible. I kind of like the trailer cool, idea. It's too. a great trailer. The yeah. trailer's super good. Yeah. Of just that's how you show the whole cast. It's a good teaser. You walk through and you see and this like, is what they do. Past, their right. profession. The, the, the doctor, character, right. The actor, it's all it's yeah. almost like a, a clue, a game of clue. Right, right. Or Cluedo for the British. Uh, the uh, that's what they what call the it. Fuck? That's they what say? they call it a Brit. Oh, oh Pluto. That's weird. um. Anyways, yeah, it's really cool. And then they kill it with that song. So yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good putting... example. Or just yeah, if it doesn't fit, like you don't What's have to use word a pop for something song. that doesn't. Why do we have fit? to use pop songs every time? Hmm? Yeah, there's a word I can't remember. Stupid words. Anyways, shoehorn. Mm, that works. That's of. not what but, I was yeah. going for, but that works. Yeah. Anyways, uh, back to Atomic Blonde. None of those songs uh, seem sure. <laughs> I think we all enjoyed it. You know what's funny? He's giving credit on the for the because technically it's a it's a song or something musically mm-hmm. Tetris theme song. Oh yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> that was cool. That was that, one yeah. of those '80s thing that's got shoved in there. Same thing for yeah. I believe there's a Rubik's cube in this movie too, right? Yeah. And there, there's a Rubik's cube on like, his desk on Percival's desk. Right. And I was I like, think I've seen a lot of Rubik's cubes because it's a lot the eighties. But, but in the eighties, yeah, Rubik's cubes were enormous in the eighties. Yeah. Like it was crazy that's when it came out because that's when yeah, that yeah. was like the but uh, it was a fat. Furby it was a super time. fat. Yeah, Furby, yeah. Anyways, um, Dan, you but, got any extra ideas about this? No, that, I think I said everything. Like I was just like, I think this could have gone off the rails a lot more if it didn't make certain decisions. Mm-hmm. I did feel at times like this was uh, dragging a little bit for me. Okay. Like in some of those scenes going back and forth between her and the hotel and whatever, I thought it was it, not like going off the rails necessarily, but it was just meandering uh, a little bit. I just remember feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even necessarily saying what they could have done. Better, I just loved everything. She, it up. I like even if she but, if we were with her, I was having a good time. She's that's so the cool thing. Yeah, movie. that's the thing is this. It comes back to the style and stuff you can pull off if there's like things you don't necessarily like all the time. It's like at least this is like nice to look at. And you like the main people that are involved and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I did. So cool. And we did. Yeah. So thank you, Charlize Theron, for this movie. You are super awesome. Uh, and with that, uh, I guess uh, Facebook and nah, the Twitter. What do you even, what do you even just do, then? Please. Hola. Please clap. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, adios. All right. Bye.